Welcome to the Intuitive Therapist Podcast with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as the angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all. This is Janice Cohen, the intuitive therapist here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. You know, I was sitting at my desk the other day asking the universe for clarification around something that I had been working on, and I couldn't break the code. I couldn't figure out this one piece that was missing. I knew a piece was missing, and yet it just wasn't coming to me, and I was getting more and more frustrated. I couldn't seem to get to what I needed to get to so that I could move forward. And for weeks, this was the case. And for weeks, I continued to pray to request and to anxiously await my aha moment of clarity. And I wanted, I wanted and I needed it pretty badly. And even though I knew that the energy of my desperation was pushing the answers away, I still persisted until one day, after having meditated deeply, kind of getting back on my ritual, practicing uh, you know, meditation and getting grounded, uh, the day before the aha came, and a bit that morning, my divine guidance came through clearly yet subtly. Um, and I was guided to glance up from my computer, I was at my desk, and my gaze was directed to a book on my bookshelf. And in this book was the clarity that I needed to crystallize my idea, to find the verbiage for months had eluded me. And here it was, Universe Spirit said, okay, look into that book. And so I know y'all have no idea what my office looks like, uh, but in all honesty, it's the most serene place for me uh, because I love books and I love to learn. I love being surrounded by books. There's something very, very comforting to me. My office has a lot of them. And all of them I have either read front, front to back or have kind of dipped in because I tend to juggle about four or five books at a time. And so I surround myself with this warmth. I experienced a similar nudge like this several years before when I was driving one day. And prior to the nudge on that day, I had put out the request to the universe to get a specific book by a particular author. And I was searching and searching and searching, hadn't found it. And I even went to the bookstore that I ended up being guided to go to. I'd been there already looking for the book, could not find it. And so while I've told this story in some of my previous episodes, I'll suffice it to say that Spirit guided me to the back to that bookstore, back to the exact place where that book was, and it was the only copy left. And the, and the book company was going out of business. So it showed me the exact section, the exact row, and the exact placement of the book in the bookstore. And I got the last copy just in time before the bookstore closed. And the beautiful thing about these two experiences of subtly being guided to what I needed is that it's always on time and it's always unexpected. And the guidance, though, is always reliable. 
And I was asking, when I was thinking about what I wanted to share with you, um, I really tend to ask more of what is it that you need to hear versus what do I want to talk to you about? And I was asking that, and, uh, and all of this that I'm talking about today is what came through, the concept of daily sustenance. And I'm not sure if you think about this on a regular basis or not. I, I can't say that I do, but if you don't, it's surely something to think about, right? Similar to what drives you to achieve something, I ask you, what sustains you daily? And some people believe that if they have nice things around them, like tons of money in the bank or addictions to satisfy, fancy clothes, cars, homes, or being liked by everyone, then they're sustained, that they feel buoyed. And logically, you know where I'm going with this. Sure, none of those things truly sustain you because they're all things outside of you. They can vanish in an instant. People turn on people. Cars get damaged or taken away. Money runs out. Um, homes get uh, destroyed or foreclosed. Uh, clothes get boring and external approval comes and goes. But what I found that sustains me the most isn't anything materialistic. Um, it doesn't matter how many creature comforts I or anyone else has. At some point, the comfort that those things once brought tend to create discomfort because they only offer fulfillment in the moments that we acquire them. In other words, they're not uh, long-lasting. And what I seem to come back to when I encounter difficulties or challenges and confusion is my faith in something greater than me. And however you want to coin that for you, I call, call that God and source, um, without that faith in a power greater than me, in my opinion, or greater than you, how do you ever really feel grounded or have a sense of belonging or a sense of certainty or even grace? It's true. Look, we all get in our way a lot of the time and, uh, we prevent ourselves from experiencing true sustenance by being distracted by shiny objects or people or places, right? And it's all okay. I'm not dogging anybody out for it. We've all succumbed to the shiny object syndrome. But where does a person revisit when the rush of those things wears off? Where are you left? Are you satiated? Are you sustained? Where do you go to get recentered? What do you lean on when you struggle if those things that you believe offer you sustenance don't? What do you reach out for to keep your head above water when the water just keeps rising? Sure, material possessions are wonderful to have, but it's in those moments of challenge, pain, struggle, suffering, and grief where nothing material will ever help us to experience that sense of sustenance, that sense of being buoyed. And each of us is divine because we have pieces of the divine inside of us. Those, those pieces never leave. We, as a whole, as a collective and as individuals, 
who we are at the core is God. And that's why when bad things happen or we fear the worst, we humanly automatically say, oh God, please, 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 if you'll only do X, I promise to do Y. Somehow we all go back to that point of source because we don't go to our car and say, oh car, please help me with this. And we don't go to the pills and say, oh please, pills, please help me with this. And we don't put our clothes on and go, oh, please help me with this. Nah. Our, our ego uh, has a wonderful way of convincing us that uh, things keep us safe or that we, you know, um, when challenges strike, our ego goes into battle mode, telling us that we can or can't do something and of what we are and are not capable of, right? Our ego convinces us that if we only had X, that are not ecstasy, by the way, y'all, like X meaning something that, you know, when you say, if I only had this, then this could happen. You know, our problems would automatically go away if only. And cemetery items do solve problems, right? We have health issues. We have a machine that helps us or, or a medicine. Yes, those help and those help really do sustain our health. But in terms of who we are as human beings, um, we have to do that work to provide our own sustenance. But then aren't there always other problems that drop in? Like um, if the material objects don't offer our sustenance, and let's say we encounter challenges and struggles and we deal with them, aren't there always other ones? And what do we do then when they keep showing up? It's important that you cultivate a practice of sustenance, whatever that means for you. Not being, not because I told you so, but because I know how much sustenance helps me when I can truly rely on something and it's, it's a constant not just in times of desperation and need, but every single day. And some people journal each day and meditate. Others will go for a run and have conversations with the universe as they move their bodies. Still others, may they might recite mantras or practice a power pose or read excerpts from a book or the, you know, the Bible or um, uh, anything that provides comfort and inspiration to them in times of need, right? But when it comes to you, what do you do to sustain yourself each day? And if you resist or are against the idea of a higher power serving as your sustenance, what works for you? What do you have to believe in? What do you put your faith in? What do you rely on that consistently comes through for you? There really is something beautiful about always being able to rely on universal support. And I, I can't put it into words how much comfort I get from it. And even though I've always felt as if I didn't fit in, just I still kind of do at points, somehow I've never truly felt alone. And I've always had my faith in the universe to lean back on and lean into if I chose to. And sometimes my faith is unsturdy. And even in those times... You know what? 
Sometimes I may get pissed off at the world and I curse the world or the universe or God. And then I go right back into prayer. I still ask, help me. I still threw my problems up to source to help me solve them because I knew that no matter how pissed I was, I still couldn't solve my challenges on my own. I needed to lean into and onto something greater than me and more and, and unlimited in terms of the thinking that, that I had. And when I let go somehow, I'm shown the way. You heard that all the time. When you let go, you let, you let God, you let source in. And I hope that you find something that allows you to truly feel grounded and sustained each day. Something that you know is a wonderful ally. Maybe, maybe it is developing a spiritual practice. Maybe it is um, uh, doing something that allows you to feel that sense of freedom and limitlessness that maybe uh, others like me find in connection to source. Whatever allows you to feel truly grounded and sustained each day, I hope you find it. Something that you know really is a wonderful ally, like I said, and motivator for you that you can keep going when times are tough. So don't you think you deserve that? So I ask you again, what do you have in your life that sustains you? Is it the love of your children or the love for your children and the love for your husband or partner? Is it your pet? Is it your, that you are fulfilling your purpose and that the feeling of wholeness and completeness sustains you? What sustains you? What is your sustenance? I hope this conversation or this concept, this, these, these, Things that I've mentioned has helped you in some way. Think about how you're using your life to offer you fulfillment and, and whether or not what you're using in your life as supplements to that sense of fulfillment are really working and will really last. I wish you a blessed day, a wonderful week, and as always, live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend. And be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.